was talking to an old friend about a situation in his software startup company that was trying to sell its offering to a potential customer. He happens to be a seasoned sales professional back home in India. Uh, but somehow he is not able to crack any deals anymore. Possibly because the high touch personalized in-person meetings where sizable deals would be shaped over multiple meetings are no longer possible at least for now why is that well for certain kinds of transactions the user behavior demands physical face to face meetings which over time have become the norm but like most others today my good friend is trying hard to make the old system work in a digital first post pandemic world clearly doing a remote meeting does little to change outcomes that's because it's not about having a meeting it's about understanding his customers behaviors and needs think about online collaboration no one really thought that the corridor conversations in our offices could actually result in more meetings on zoom essentially clogging up our work day in today's times but did the zooms of the world thought about that perhaps not why is that problem happening is because employees are trying to retrofit the pre pandemic style of work into the post pandemic style and yet again user behavior is being compromised and being overlooked so what am i suggesting with this story what i'm suggesting is that examples like the one my friend is dealing with now need an adjustment a potent shot of customer experience as one financial times writer explained most organizations may now have to seriously rethink what their key business processes and value chain activities look like because once again customer behavior has come to spoil the party but this is not the first time for a long time literature surrounding us from search cards reveal the same old story in the last 10 to 12 years since the iphone was launched consumer behavior has underwent a dramatic change in fact the democratization of technology and cheap distribution of digital services allowed two specific things to happen first as i mentioned before consumer behavior changed forever and second it demanded tectonic shifts from organizations and forced them to go digital think about a bank branch in 2008 banks now had to figure out how to fit an entire operations of a physical bank branch into a 4 to 6 inch smartphone screen think about a house loan you might need was simply putting a loan product on an app enough what purpose would it serve to find a loan online and to still go to the bank branch to close the process 
wouldn't it be nice to obtain loans with no physical touch that basically meant banks had to reimagine loan products from a customer's standpoint in other words the bank had reimagined the customer's journey from the time he or she thought about buying a house to the time the customer gets the house keys as opposed to when the customer walks into a bank and walks out with a loan now can a loan product do that i don't think so since bank don't always think that way new competition comes from companies that build specific services for solving niche problems for example loan aggregators for loan hunting credit agencies for credit checks traditional banks for loan products online marketplaces for house hunting wire transfer startups for exchanges etc 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 guess what customers probably loved these niche players in fact many of these new services were more efficient and friendly and the operating models allowed new companies and startups to adapt to the needs of the users far quicker than a traditional bank typically would this meant that traditional service providers like banks did not grab the lion's share of value anymore in fact they just grabbed a slice of the overall share depending on their participation in this end to end experience provided to the user in his book unlocking the customer value chain Thales Texeria a Harvard business school professor talks about this in detail where he describes what he calls a customer value chain and cites ex- interesting examples of Sephora, Best Buy and Netflix companies that have been able to decouple the customer value chain and provide a superior service in place of one of the decoupled activities and i highly recommend you guys should read that book So what does all this mean? Well, those who took their own sweet time to transform the first time around, like the ones that I described to you, are likely to run out of chances this time. As the novel coronavirus pandemic is deepening the digital divide. That's because I believe the second wave of consumer behavior changes we are seeing today is largely based out of concern for people's well-being not an interest in the latest iphone in other words if a customer feels a hint of discomfort or perceived threat from how you deliver a product or service you could lose that customer forever and that behavior if you don't recognize in time could mean that the company could go out of business try the growth hacking gods then So what are some of the non-negotiable steps you should take to address these challenges? 
basically i believe in the post pandemic world and in times of crisis where pre pandemic customer journeys are no longer applicable in their form and function these are the best times to do three or four things first to build a needs discovery culture it's not about building an app but it's all about reorganizing your business processes your organization models your technology workflows in your organization but in line with users needs in mind not in line with cost control financial control because as as i described to you if your users feel threatened or have a perception that your customer journeys are not safe for them to consume your products or services regardless of your cost control initiatives that customer is going to go away second to servitize product catalogs the idea here is to take some of your products and services and to chop them into atomic parts that should be embedded along the day in your customer's life as opposed to having you know big products like loans which have to be consumed at a certain point of sale third this is the best time to test new business models i mean given falling consumer demand and muted outlook in some industries this may be the safest time to try as many models as you can in fact there's ample evidence that retail beverages fmcg hospitality aviation what have you uh, are undergoing fundamental changes to match new realities and because competition is muted in all sectors this is a risk free time to fail and to try new things out i don't think we are going to get an opportunity again where competition is not breathing down your neck and you have a lot of space to try out new business models fourth adjusting your product and service roadmap you know this is the best time to go with an adjusted roadmap not with your pre pandemic roadmap of your product because it doesn't hold true anymore and that assumption might prove very costly and finally this is the best time to introduce an innovation culture that accelerates all of the above adjusting product and service roadmaps testing new business models servitizing product catalogs and building a needs discovery culture in conclusion future transformations should allow status quo businesses to rewrite their roles in the digital ecosystem and make them relevant for the foreseeable future clearly making such moves in today's times post covid means fundamentally changing the core business at speed and scale and if this doesn't happen we are going to see a wave of companies shutting down and losing customers I thank you for your time and look forward 
to hosting you again with a new episode thank you